We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. went into the crates for that one. Hey, hey, Paulie, you know you're my favorite white boy, right? <laughs> Yo, this song got played in, in, I think I wasn't even in high school yet. I think I might have been a freshman in high school. This song got played in everyone's car over and over again. Patiently waiting. M, M50. KM to AM on WFAN. Let's get back into it. Here's a call that I want to take right away. Justice in the Bronx. You're on the fan. Yeah, hello. What's up, Justice? You're you're live. You got it. Oh, okay. What's going on, Keith? Yo, real talk. I caught you when you first got on, and I'm like, yo, you you intrigued me. So I've been I've been listening for a minute. But it's the first time I called. But I just want to let you know. I'm gonna start off real quick with number one. Yeah, if you really want to do the Jay Z thing, go listen to all the blueprints. But I, I know your style because I pay attention to you. I want you to listen to one favorite and one classic a lot of people don't talk about. It's Jay-Z and Lenny Kravitz. It's called Guns N' Roses. Oh, of course. Beat, I love The Gift and the Curse. That was I ran that album. I ran that come album on. like every day to the point where I had come to make on. a second copy of it because I messed the CD up. Life you is all about fans? Guns N' Roses. Fans, so I feel you. <laughs> but if you really want the vibe, Jay-Z was really like really on the vibes. You can't knock that. But uh, my second thing. My second thing is, um, I was I'm rocking with you with um, with the Cowboys. The Cowboys, yo, they always look right. Always the playoffs. Always I love the Cowboys. On point. But and matter of fact, that's my ladies' team. That's what just talk. Yeah, I love but, the um, Cowboys too, but I can't trust. They them. give a great show. They just <laughs> give a great show. That's all it is. A great show. But like you said, when's the last time they really put the ring on? And they got the most money. You know what I'm saying? Get back to an NFC championship. Just at least get it's, to an NFC championship. They haven't done that in too long. I just. I, you fool me once, fool me, can't fool me every other season. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, I'm just looking at you like your entertainment, basically, you know? It's like one of the videos you just love, but I let me see another one. Uh, my last thing is, your last statement kind of threw me off. That's why I had to call. I'm, I'm a big baller. I'm basketball to another level. You come at me any which way, I got you. But how you just mentioned, like, oh, if you want to call and say KD could be MVP or um, um, Kyrie being the wizard, on the court. Now, don't get it twisted. I actually used to play ball um, against Kyrie's father because, you know, he's from the Bronx, so he's from Gun Hill. Of course. Now, your man, your man's handle game is to another level that ain't nobody ever seen before. I, I give him that. Has a great talent. But in all 
retrospect, we all know you just sitting back waiting for the next hiccup he going to do. Because <laughs> his hiccups is big. Of course. They like bigger than anything. Like, you like, what? All I want to do is you see you play ball, man. And it, it, at one point, I'm not going to lie, I love ball so much, but I've seen so many hiccups with him that I was like, yo, if you want to retire, B, go ahead. I'm good. I have seen you since you was a kid. You know what I'm saying? So, and then the, the, the MVP thing with KD, I'll tell you one thing, my brother, in all sports, and you know this, you love, you love your baseball, you love your Yankees, so I'm going to stick it with that. But in football, NBA, hockey, everything, MVP is not just the most valuable player. MVP is a captain of a team that takes control in the locker room. KD ain't never did that. And I don't think he has it in to do that. He's a very good man, very good businessman. He knows how to control his team, meaning that's his personal team. But when it comes to a locker room, nah, my man. He just can't, he ain't got it in him. And I've been following KD since high school. You know what I'm saying? I used to, you know, I'm Slam Magazine, all that. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that's why, that's why Chuck feels that he's not the bus driver, right? That he's never driving the bus. And I appreciate the call, Justice. Thank you for the call. So I'll take it from there. KD as MVP, he's averaging 30. There's only a couple of guys averaging 30. And honestly, in this NBA, like, averaging 30 isn't rare anymore. But when you're looking at points, I mean, Joel Embiid, he's – he if. If this isn't the year that Embiid stays healthy and wins the MVP, he's never going to win it. Um, Luka, every season in the last couple seasons, not every season, the last couple seasons, he's been the favorite to win it. MVP is, especially in the NBA, I, I, don't, I don't know how much they're worried about your locker room, your character, your leadership, or winning. Nikola Jokic is a back-to-back MVP. The MVP in the NBA is positioned for more attention, limelight, spotlight, featuring. I say that because of Nikola Jokic and Giannis, right? Before Giannis won his championships, he won two MVPs. All they wanted was for him to win finals MVP and win the finals, and he did. The NBA is a global game, an international game. They love to appeal to the out-of-country audience. It's a worldview. They understand if you really want the game to grow and be big, right? We're watching the World Cup right now. The number one sport across the globe is soccer, football. We don't even call it the right name here. Basketball wants to be on that level. And they have international superstars like Luka, like Giannis, like Jokic. They're going to give those guys the light. For Kevin Durant and the Nets, right here in New York, they're second fiddle. Right here in New York, they don't want to talk about the Nets. But it's worth talking about because when the Nets are actually doing what they're doing with Kyrie Irving not being about anything else but basketball or not you know, bringing attention to the Nets uh, negatively and just going out there playing basketball and doing his job, He's the most fun player to watch. He can create a shot from anywhere. You never know what he's going to do with the ball. When you're watching a game, he's going to make you laugh. Like, if, if there's a player that makes you laugh, like Kyrie, I'm always watching and I laugh. Like, what was that? Did he just go left hand? Oh, my. Stop on a dime? Never seen that before. And then with KD, I do feel like he's a leader of this Nets team. And I do feel like he's a leader of this Nets organization. Unfortunately, he asked for a trade this past summer, which made a lot of Nets fans not feel great about him, but he understood Steve Nash is not a good coach. We're not going to win under Steve. 
And he also called for Sean Marks' job. Felt like Sean Marks wasn't doing enough to build the team around him. And this team actually is built around him. There is depth around him. They are getting good minutes out of Ben Simmons now. Utah Watanabe is actually a factor. Seth Curry has come along. TJ Warren has healed up and come along. Joe Harris, he's hit some shots. He hasn't been as great as you want him to be for a $70 million man. But if you have KD, Kyrie, Royce O'Neal, Nick Claxton, some of these role players like Cam Thomas, some of these young guys that stepped up, like the Nets actually have the best roster around KD that they've had in the four years that he's been here. I think he is leading the team. And I think what KD wants is for them to focus on basketball. Not any anti-Semitism stuff. Not any anti-vax stuff. uh, Not Ben Simmons hooking up with Meg the Stallion, allegedly. And Paulie's looking like, I didn't hear that. He he said those was accusations. They were false. What are we doing here, man? We're talking about the Nets. Nobody talks about the Nets. But if you'd like to, I could do the rest of the show talking about the Brooklyn hey, Nets. I tried to talk about the Nets tonight. I tried. I tried. The Nets are off till Friday. <laughs> Completely off. The whole organization is off. <laughs> anyway, Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. The Nets will be back on the floor Friday. The Knicks will be back on the floor tomorrow. The Knicks are a story as well. Knicks fans got to be feeling good seeing multiple win streaks in one season. And this latest win streak is against better teams. Defense. You're seeing some different guys playing. You're seeing some young guys play. You're seeing some other guys not play, get DMPs. Maybe they're figuring it out. I'd be intrigued if I'm a Knicks fan to see what they do against Chicago coming up. Brunson's got to go. Got to tough it out. Got to play. I know it's early. Maybe he misses this one. But the Knicks are a team that I think can make the play-in. I don't know about the playoffs, but I think they can be a play-in team. They just got to keep it going. They, they're practicing and they're playing the right way and, and they're showing you that they actually have some talent. They can buy in. They can play defense, keep teams under 100 points and not blow games. That's the biggest thing with the Knicks. Last year, they had games that they were up 20 points and then they completely blew the game. Jalen Brunson has been a stabilizer. Julius Randle has been better this year as far as his leadership, you know, not giving the thumbs down, not smacking laptops, not, you know, telling the fans, uh, shut the F up. Like, all is well in the garden. But if you guys don't want to talk basketball, we'll keep it baseball. This is a baseball town. It's Mets. It's Yankees. It's all the time. I do have some calls for the Jets and the Giants fans, so... Let me get back to the phones, but first I wanted to play another clip from Carlos Rodon. Now, Carlos Rodon uh, was with the White Sox, and then he was with the San Francisco Giants, but when he was with the White Sox, he had an interview speaking on the Houston Astros, and I'd like to play it because I think it just plays well with Yankees fans and how they feel about the Astros, and I'll speak more about the Astros after we play the clip. The way I look at it is it's hard it's hard to see this when you're giving out 10 game suspensions for cheating, but you give the Astros no no suspensions at all. So, I mean, if Rob Manfred can look himself in the mirror and say, hey, I'm doing the right thing, that's fine. You can't suspend the team that you actually knew was cheating during a playoff game. That's on you. My kind of guy calls it as it is, and I agree with him, right? You, you can suspend Fernando Tatis Jr. 80 games. 
but not one player got suspended from the Astros. And I had a show where I talked about, maybe it was on BXB with Sweeney Murdy, which next episode's coming up. We got a Yankee guest on the next episode. I think that'll be out Thursday. We'll record it Thursday morning, and it'll be out later Thursday afternoon. But back to what I was saying with the Astros. I had a show where I talked about the Houston Astros. I'm over the cheating scandal. I don't care anymore. They are the face of baseball. They are the only dynasty currently in Major League Baseball. Whether you agree or not, this is how I feel. They're the only dynasty in Major League Baseball. Why do I think they're a dynasty? Because they've won. They've won the World Series twice in the last five years. They've been to the World Series four times. They've been to the American League Championship the last six years. That's that's a dynasty. In modern-day baseball, that's a dynasty. Yeah, the Yankees were a different kind of dynasty. We'll never see one of those again especially with the New York Yankees. But I'm over the Astros cheating scandal scandal because it's been five years. And it's been three years since we found out. I'm over it. Why am I over it? Because like Rodon said, you know, if you can, if, if Manfred can look himself in the face and, you know, award, look at him. These guys just won the World Series. So how dumb would I sound talking about cheater, cheater. Oh, these guys cheated. They went and won another one. And that's the one to shut everyone up because... I don't know. Are they going to are they going to investigate this year and then 3 years from now we found out they cheated here? I hope not. I think what they did was cheat in the ways that they could cheat quietly behind the scenes. I always think they're they're cheating. I just think they're crooked. But I'm not mad at it because they have dominated baseball. They have gone out and won another World Series. So we can't say oh they have a Fugazi World Series. Now they have two. And there's a lot of those same players that have two. And Major League Baseball not suspending the Houston Astros, that enabled them, right? If Major League Baseball actually suspended some players or gave them a harsh enough penalty, they wouldn't be able to come back and win the championship only five years after the one they cheated, you know? You're, you're supposed to cripple teams. I know that's not the right term to use, but you're supposed to you're supposed to knock teams down a peg, right? Uh, in college sports. When teams cheat, they pull your scholarships and they take away funds and different things so that you can't get back to the top of the mountain. In baseball, what they 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 find them, they took away some like international money and some draft picks. That did not knock the Houston Astros down. They got better and they are not going anywhere. They're they're still getting better. They signed Jose Abreu, an MVP, an all-star to play first base, upgrade. They lose Verlander, but I guarantee you they got somebody in the pipeline. You just saw Jeremy Pena this year. Like, the rich only get richer. I am over the Houston Astros stuff. You won't hear me chanting F. Altuve or Cheater in Yankee Stadium. I didn't do that last year. It's it's over. Like, you got to move on from it. It's the game of shadows. The, the Astros are the perfect team to be the face of baseball. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. They've been cheating in baseball forever. And in this modern day of baseball being cool again, and and what I think is a resurgence for baseball, the Astros are the villains, but they're the victors. And to the victors go the spoils. They're on top of the league. And I don't care about Carlos Correa anymore. If the Yankees were to somehow sign him, I'd welcome him in. I'm over the cheating from 2017. I don't know if Aaron Judge is over it. He lost an MVP and a trip to the World Series over it. But I'm over it as a fan. You got to move on. Like, and I, and I, I fought that for a couple years, but now it's been five years. Five years is a long time, right? You got to move on. Like, if if you dated a girl five years ago and she's still telling people about what you did five years ago, you'd be like, yo, get over it. Move on. I, I cheated on you five years ago. Like, that doesn't matter anymore. We're in a different place. You and me both. That's in the past. That's ancient history. Dominic. No, hold on. 
I suck at using the phone. Dominic in East Rochester, you're on the fan. What's up, Dom? Keith McPherson. Hello. Fight. Hello there. We got you? Yeah, I got you. You're live. You're loud okay, and clear. Man. Okay, man. Five-hour marathon with Keith McPherson tonight. Can't beat that. Almost halfway, running through it. <laughs> Almost halftime. Listen, you know I called about the Bronx Bombers, but you know just to clear something up on football, uh, being a Cleveland Browns fan and seeing uh, failure. Yeah. <laughs> and watching failure for oh, 58 years. Maybe I could clear something up in, in NYC. The the Jets and Big Blue are not going to make the playoffs. Forget about it. It's not happening. Those other cities that you're talking about, Keith, they're putting that down as a win. You know, They're right. talking about it, too. And they're saying, well, we know we can beat the Giants. We know we can beat the Jets. Daniel you Jones, know? Mike White, they're banged up. <laughs> yeah, that's a W. You know, been there, done that. All right, listen, Keith, our beloved baseball, you know, I can't let it go. I have to tell you, you know, I, I, did, I didn't, I, you may remember, I don't expect you remember everything, but I, I didn't want to sign Judge. I know. I mean, I wanted to sign him, of course. I love the guy, and we went you, through all that. Dom, Dom, you've been very transparent. I loved you calling during the season when it wasn't working because you had the catchphrase, it's not working. <laughs> And you know well, what? The Yankees' offseason moves and their approach, it's not working. They were in the <laughs> Final Four. They got swept out of the American League Championship Series. The Houston Astros celebrated in the Bronx on our field. You would think that would be enough for them to go scorched earth, sign Aaron Judge, sign Rodon, go sign whoever else you got to sign, and, and act like Steve Cohen. No, that's, but, that's not but the case. Keith, Keith, I hope you remember the only reason I didn't want to sign them is if they were going to be fiscally responsible and that then they weren't going to sign other guys. Now, I did make a mistake, which is very rare for me, but, you know, the, the, you got Gas Can Chapman was $18 million, which I didn't even know he was making $18 million. Yep, you got Britain, reliever. He had the record until yeah, you got Edwin Britain, Diaz. Who did nothing. You got Tyon, who's gone. So they're, they're pretty close to $40 million right there. So, you know, listen, I they am have delighted. money. That's another thing, Dom. We know they're rich. <laughs> they no, have I, money. I they can yeah, go out it, right Steve. now and sign Carlos Rodon if it's the medicals holding it up, whatever. But, he, like, I right. was just talking to Marco, and Marco was saying, ah, I'm not a fan for them signing him for seven years, $200 million. What does that change about the current team? We add another arm, but... They fail every October because they cannot hit. They cannot get runners on, move them over, and score them. They're strikeout kings because they're all trying to be the hero and hit the home run. They need some other guys in this lineup that can get on base, contact hitters to mix in between the judges, the John Carlos, the Josh Donaldsons, Anthony Rizzo. Well, don't count John Josh Donaldson because he can't play another game for us. But <laughs> As it currently stands, that's your third yeah, base. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But listen, you, you're, you're, you're going to my point because really I called about we just signed the GM for another four years, right? Okay? <laughs> so, you know, so be it. Is he in witness protection? I, where the hell is he? He doesn't know, man. I'm, that's why I'll never get Sign, over. Listen, I'm, Sign, I'm watching everything Sign. around the winter meetings, and when they get Cashman, he's just, I don't know. I haven't I haven't spoken to Judge. Uh, what? Listen, uh, Hale, Hale already made the one deal for him. He signed Kaylee. Okay, fine. 
you know, listen, go sign this Rodan. He wants seven years. Jesus, give him the seven years. What's a big deal? Yeah, it's taking too long. We got to hold him up like this. It's taking too long. And you know, tell Boris, sign him the seven years, and tell Boris, say, listen, you owe me one. That's it. Get this guy signed for crying out loud. Quit horsing around, will you? Yeah, I hate that. Rumors came out last week. Every single rumor, and with the Yankees, they get used, and us. As fans, our emotions get involved and our emotions get thrown around. But they said the Yankees are working on something big. And all Yankees fans are like, yeah, here it comes. Nothing. Then you hear Carlos Correa, Tatis Jr. Listen, just admit he he must know by now he blew the Castile deal, who also wanted to play for us. You know, they they wanted uh, Torres. Now he's trying to get rid of Torres. Quit horsing around no, they're going to wait. They're the New York Yankees. And, and and the thing, Dom, about Brian Cashman and them re-signing Brian Cashman, Brian Cashman keeps the Yankees of old, right? He keeps the the mentality that we are the Yankees of old and we're not. And and with that mentality is that we can pass on guys or we're not going to get fleece for guys. We're not going to pay top dollar for guys or we can wait around and I'm Cashman, right? I can make these last minute deals and trades and I can get crafty and trade Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela for Josh Donaldson and IKF and that'll be our big move. That that mentality still exists in the Yankees because Cashman is still the GM. It's it's not good enough. It's not going to push them forward. You made the Final Four. You made the ALCS again. You're expected to get back there, and you're expected to go toe and toe to toe with the World Series champions. But as the roster is currently constructed, you brought Anthony Rizzo back. You re-signed IKF. You obviously gave a big deal to Aaron Judge, and you brought in Tommy Canely. Other than that, a couple minor league deals. Where has this team improved? I understand that, but you know, Keith, there, there's not really that much that needs to be done. But you know, conversely to what you're saying, and you say this very often, we're the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees. You want Rodon? Just go get him. Right, if you want him. Quit this horsing around. See, but you know, uh, do you remember me talking about the Yankees' identity crisis? <laughs> They're still in one. I think the Yankees that the fans think they are and know they are, $7 billion, right? Uh, Hal Steinbrenner can call in from Italy to get Aaron Judge. Like, we know that they're that, but I don't think they know that they're that. I think that they sometimes carry themselves with an arrogance, but they also carry themselves with this, like, I don't know, unawareness of themselves. It's an identity crisis. Oh, uh, like, yeah, one do but you, you know, be? Keith, Keith, listen, uh, you know, I'm Italian. I know all about sub- stubborn. You know, he is just stubborn sometimes relative to what you're saying. When I say there's not that much to do, get Rodan, uh, extend Bader, which at least then you can swallow the uh, Monty they're, deal. They're going to wait okay? on that. <laughs> you got Peraz, that Peraz is going to play short. Hopefully DJ gets healthy. That's a key. DJ gets healthy. If IKF plays third, you know, is it the end of the world he plays third? He's a hell of a good third baseman. And, you know, they, and they need a left fielder or even that other kid that played there the last couple months. He could play left field. They'd go to war with that, Keith, especially if they could put Rodon in the uh, rotation. Uh, Keith, they put him in the rotation. We got the best rotation in the league. Sure. Tell me who's better. One, I mean, arguably the Mets. But that one-two punch of oh, Carlos in the Rodon. And, sorry, in, the, in, in, in the American oh, League. In the who's American better? League. 
pretty close. I'd put the Astros up there, maybe the Mariners, but no, it'd be the Yankees. And uh, they got to find some way to get Donaldson's money off the books, but I don't think they can. They got to find oh, someone do, that'll Keith. take Aaron Keith, Hicks. I don't think they can. Yo, Keith, they can. They can. You listen, uh, you, you know, it's like uh, uh, he got he got him into it. You, you know, get him out of it. That's all. He's got to get out. He's got to make room. He's going to be a distraction. Tell me he's not going to be a distraction. That's all he was he this year. He didn't help too much, so. <laughs> no, he's not playing. He's a distraction. They'll probably Cashman find a way him. to get rid of him. I'll never get over the, the interview from spring training where Cashman says, yeah, Gio Urshela was great, but he's no Josh Donaldson. Thanks for the call, Dominic. we got to take another break. It's 930. We're halfway through my five-hour show. On the other half, we'll keep it going. Talking Yanks, Mets, Giants, Jets, Knicks, Nets, New York Sports Talk Radio. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. And if you don't know, now you know. It was all a dream. Remember week one when the Giants beat the Titans? And Coach Brian Dable went to the locker room dancing with the team, and he said, play juicy. It was all a dream. And now the Giants have come back to reality a little bit. They were on a dream, walking on a dream for the first, like, eight, nine weeks of the season. Bye week hits, and... uh It's been a little bit downhill from there. I understand if you're a Giants fan and you want to hold them accountable for the second half. The second half was nothing like the first half. 
But uh, they knew, right? I said that the team anthem was juicy. It was all a dream. They were always playing over their heads. They were always overachieving. They were always doing more than we expected them to do with the roster that didn't have the talent. It was all a dream. It was never real. It was never real. And I think they have a better chance than the Giants to potentially win and get in, right? I think they lose to the Commanders, but maybe they beat the Commanders. They tied them last time. Maybe they they find a way to beat them Sunday, and maybe they do stay there. But uh, I just I feel like you can't be mad as a fan because they come up short. You can't be mad as a fan in a season where, I mean, you could have had Joe Judge as a head coach this year. Instead, the culture has changed. The narrative has shifted. I know people were talking about Brian Dable as coach of the year in the beginning of the year because there were a lot of owners, right, saying, hey, what about this guy in New York? How come he's not given the runway that uh, some of these other coaches are given when they lose a bunch of games in year one? Dable came in and he established a winning culture, and I think that winning culture is here to stay but I don't think it's a winning culture that gets them into the playoffs this year. It's okay. It's okay. Let's go to Young Mo out in Brooklyn on the fan. Young Mo, you got it. Yeah, how you doing, Keith? I'm good, man. Uh, minus the Devils being down 3-1, but it's all right. Yeah, a few points I want to make. First of all, I can't believe any Giants fan would be upset over this season. The Giants were one of the worst teams in football last year. That's yep. the, there was a reason they had the seventh overall draft pick. They, going into this year, they weren't expected to be anything. They were expected yep. to lose the division and be absolutely nothing. They went, they won games, they were competitive. They had good football later in the season. They have seven wins this season, which no one was so possible. If I told you before the season that the Giants would get seven wins, you'd be pretty happy with it if you were a Giants fan. Yeah. So I can't believe anyone would be uh, say that the Giants season is a failure. Because people forget where they were, and it's all about where you are now. And it's like, I want it now. And it's like, hey, be patient. Be patient. And, like, this and, is not the year. And by the way, by that first press conference where Dable danced, the first thing Dable said when he got into the locker room was, there's going to be a lot of ups and downs this year. Don't expect this every week. We're going to have a lot of tough losses. Right. right. They said it. They said we're going to compete while we're rebuilding. And you know what? Early on, they were able to compete. But the thing about the NFL is it, it there's it's a long season. It goes in waves. There's a lot that changes. Early on, they were able to surprise teams. Early on, Saquon was really effective. Early on, Daniel Jones was running the ball. They were able to make up for where they lacked, and it's just caught up with them at the end of the year. And if they come up short and they don't make the playoffs, it's not a failure in my opinion. Yeah, and I I also feel like uh, this has a lot to do with the OBJ not being picked up because this is a rebuilding year for the Giants, and this isn't baseball, Keith. We have a salary cap. And the Giants are in a salary cap disaster right now. So signing OBJ, who wants a lot of money and a few years, just I don't think would even be a smart move for this team that's really in a rebuild year. No, it's not. And and I mean, I, it's it's great that OBJ wants to you know rekindle what he had with OBJ or uh, with with Saquon, but you you can't pay OBJ the money he wants. That's something he said too. They're like they asked him, "What do you need with the team?" He's like, "I need some money." Like he wants to sign a big deal and. The Giants have a bunch of decisions to make. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Leonard Williams. Uh, they have a few decisions to make this offseason. I don't think they're going to complicate it with OBJ. But I do think the future is bright on that side of MetLife Stadium. And I think that Giants fans got to be proud that the organization listened to them. This time last year, 
It was Joe Judge. Joe Judge. This is the time last year where Joe Judge was talking himself out of the job, running QB sneaks uh, from the two-yard line. Like they, The Giants have come a, a long way. They've gone very far this year. If they don't go to the playoffs this year, it's all right. Um, and I want to make two points on both the Giants and Jets QB situation. First, about the Giants. I don't feel like Daniel Jones is the answer. I don't feel like he should be starting QB next year because I could see a lot of QBs in the NFL getting the Giants to this point where he did. I don't think Daniel Jones did anything special this year. I, yeah, but my my argument for Daniel Jones is this, right? You you come into this year thinking it's going to be Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, Wandale Robinson. Galladay is hurt for most of the year, then ineffective. They have to trade Kadarius Tony because he's insubordinate and doesn't care about the new regime. Wandale Robinson gets hurt. We hope that he's back healthy next year. I feel like you can't accurately judge Daniel Jones with a lack of receivers. You can't judge this man throwing the ball to Richie James, Darius Slayton, and Isaiah Hodgins. What I can judge is that he did win some games early on, and some of those games he won with his decision-making, him running the ball, him being effective in those type of ways. He didn't turn the ball over as much this year, and he stayed healthy this year. He showed in the first year under Dable that he he's a, a solid quarterback, and I would want to see him grow in year two under Dable and potentially have some weapons around him next year. That's a fair point, but I don't know how much money I want to pay him. But on the Jets, you were saying earlier in the show about how the Jets are better off signing a veteran QB next season. And I, I want you to look around, Keith. There aren't any veteran QBs to sign. Besides for Jimmy Garoppolo, there's literally no one else to sign in the whole NFL. There will be no one in free agency. So I feel like they have a better chance going out in the draft and trying to get a guy. It's a pretty good QB draft this year. What I will say is, now that we got to the end of the college football season, the quarterbacks coming out look better than they looked at the beginning of the season when we were talking about it. I also feel like there will be some quarterbacks available in free agency that we're not thinking of right now. Out of nowhere comes Baker Mayfield. Everybody's saying Jimmy Garoppolo. That's an easy name to throw out there. Uh, Derek Carr. No one wants to see Geno Smith. Uh, Andy Dalton is cooked. Uh, I had a list of these guys. Um, but I think there's other names that are going to pop up. You know, obviously Lamar Jackson, but I don't think Lamar Jackson gets out of Baltimore. Mike White is a good enough quarterback to get you through the rest of this year because you're dealing with Zach Wilson, who is a bust. But he is not the long-term guy. Garrett Wilson in, in, in year two needs a legitimate NFL quarterback that can drive them down the field, get him the ball, and get in the end zone. Mike White is an all-right fill-in, but he's not the answer long-term. Even if they do get him a better offensive line, there are better quarterbacks out there, in my opinion. Yeah, thanks for taking my call, Keith. I hope the Giants get the win on the Commanders on on Sunday night. I mean, they were only a few unexecuted plays away from, I don't know if unexecuted is a word, but they were only a few not executed well plays away from winning that game in overtime in the regular in the regular part of the game. A few plays that could have gone their way and they would have won the game. So And that's the week. NFL. Thanks for the call, young Mo, but a few plays not going their way. That's the witching hour. That's red zone. When you watch red zone and it's the witching hour, we're all just waiting for uh, the blocked punt or the interception or the fumble or the not converted third down, fourth down. Like, that is all the NFL is. And I already gave my spiel about December football and wanting it more and it being cold and rainy and windy and it coming down to mano e mano, man versus man. Who wants it more? Who wants to win? And both the Jets and the Giants are struggling to find wins now. 
Their identity is not the same as it was in the beginning of the year where they were winning close games. That is further from who they are now. They are searching for their new identity. They're trying to find a way to win, and they're coming up short. The Giants way short. The Jets just short. But, like, that's the difference in the league. These are all pro players. These are all smart coaches. They all game plan. They all work to try and get a win in the NFL. And the difference is in the little details. It's a game of inches. And uh, their identity now is not the team that you saw in the beginning of the year that stole wins, that was gritty and fought and didn't make as many mistakes. They're, they're both different teams now. And the reality that we're grappling with here is like, hey, in this current part of the season, this new team that you've become, it, it isn't really good enough to you know say that they're in the playoffs. And looking at the schedule and looking at the teams that they're facing and the way those teams are trending, there's a good chance that they lose out and they don't get in. The Giants realistically need to win two, maybe three more games, really two. The Jets need to win three, I think, and they could still not make it. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take another break. When we come back, more of your calls. Paulie, let's go to the break right now. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. A little Nas. Queens get the money. Another legend. Keith McPherson on the fan, checking back in, getting close to 10 o'clock. So we'll get a couple words in, maybe a couple calls in, and then we'll break again. Uh, but thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to WFAN on the Odyssey app or 1019 FM, 660 AM. Appreciate you guys checking out my show and spending your Tuesday night with me. Uh, we've been talking about the Jets and the Giants and their playoff hopes, which are just hopes in my opinion. I, I don't see either team making the playoffs. We've been talking about the Yankees and their offseason hopes. They're hoping to improve the team. They're hoping to add Carlos Rodon or an outfielder or another bat. But hope, 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 hope week. Get it done. They haven't made any moves yet. I thought today would be the day. I saw the reports earlier. Carlos Rodon preferred destination New York Yankees. Today we're supposed to get an offer from the New York Yankees. Here we are approaching 10 o'clock and let me refresh my Twitter notifications, yes, yeah, still nothing. And we've talked a little bit about the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, KD is making a case right now for MVP. It's a long season. If I had to bet, I think this is the year Joel Embiid gets it. Kyrie Irving, when he's on the floor, he's a magician, a wizard, an artist. And we would love to see more of that. It's unfortunate as a Nets fan and as a Kyrie fan, I just think this is the end of the road. I think this is it for... 7-11, I think this is their last season, and I don't think there's any way that Josiah re-signs Kyrie, so there's no way for Kyrie to stay in Brooklyn unless Josiah sells the team, and I damn sure don't think he's going to do that. This is year 10 in Brooklyn. Business is better than it's ever been as far as attendance and how many fans are showing up to all of those games, and now the Nets are winning. They were 6-1 and one on the seven-game homestand. They're on the road right now. They've got another win streak, and they've got depth. They've got more guys than they can play. So what does that mean? That means that they can make a trade at some point before the February 9th trade deadline and make this team better and go all in around Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, Royce O'Neal. Like, they actually have a squad. They just need one or two more pieces, and they might be one of the top teams in the East. Right now they're fourth. 
And on the other side, looking at the Knicks, I don't think they're that far off either. Neither team is playing tonight, but they'll be back on the floor of the Knicks tomorrow, and they're currently in the sixth seed, and they're figuring some things out. When I'm seeing the Knicks lately, I like seeing Grimes playing. I like seeing McBride playing. Like They're not rookies. Let them play. Let them learn on the fly. Let them get their minutes under Tibbs and learn his way of doing things. And uh, I think his way of doing things is working. They were able to hold the Kings to 99 points in their last win. Um, the Kings beat the Nets. And the Kings beat the brakes off the Nets, honestly, earlier this year. Julius Randle's doing his thing, man. I mean, he's been consistent scoring the ball. He's looking more like his 2021 version of himself or 2020 going into 2021 MIP version of himself. You get Mitchell Robinson back, Jalen Brunson. I think uh, he's going to play. Uh, I know they're they're probably going to be a little bit precautious with him, but he's he's questionable for the game with a contused right foot. But I think he's going to probably ice up and play. The Knicks are in a decent spot right now as a team that is looking to get back into the playoffs and. That's where we're at for the most part. Uh, Puck, we're not talking too much Puck. The Devils got washed. The Devils are going the other way. Shout out to the Rangers, part of washing the Devils. Uh, They beat the Devils the other night. They look like they're getting back to their winning ways. And did the Islanders lose? I think the Islanders did lose. Let me double check that while I'm live. 4-3 Boston in a shootout. The Islanders did lose. So not too much Puck conversation. Let's get back to the calls. Most of the calls are Jets calls, and I understand that, Jets fans. You might be upset with me, especially if you're a Jets-Mets fan. You're like, I can't stand this guy. Just kidding. You know it's just sports talk. You know I don't mean anything. You know I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not a hater. I'm just calling it like I see it. Realistically, I don't expect the Jets to beat the Lions. The Lions are rolling. Did you watch Hard Knocks? It's starting to come to fruition, what Dan Campbell was talking about with this team. And I've heard a bunch of people call between last night and today about the margin of error and these small little things and, oh, the Jets were close. Oh, the Giants were close. Well, that's the whole NFL. Close doesn't count. You got to win the games. And now the Lions are figuring out how to win these games and they're rolling. Jared Goff is playing the best football of his career. He's got a bunch of receivers in Amon Ra, St. Brown, Khalif Raymond, Jamison Williams, their rookie First-round pick just made his debut, his first catch for a touchdown. DJ Chark, they've got guys. Running backs, they've got Jamal Williams, who's got you know the most touchdowns in the NFL, or he's up there. And then DeAndre Swift being healthy, that's a change of pace back. Their draft picks they've started to hit on. Jeff Okuda, Aiden Hutchinson, Penny uh, Sewell. The Lions are not the Lions that you think they are. They're not the Lions of the past. They went out. And they control their destiny. And if you look at the Lions' schedule, please do that. That's why I said I I wanted to come in last night and tonight and give some perspective to New York football fans that are wrapped up in the fact that their teams won some games early on and you started to dream about the playoffs, but that dream now has disappeared. The reality is setting in. The Lions have to beat the Jets. They have to beat the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers to get to 10 wins. And I think that's very doable. And if you look at the odds, the odds are starting to shift. Now, you know, Detroit last week, they asked Dan Campbell, you're favored in this game against Minnesota. Yeah, you should be. Minnesota's frauds. That's why when Jets fans are like, oh, they almost beat Minnesota. Well, Minnesota Vikings are fraudulent. Don't let their record fool you. Now Detroit is minus one 
coming to MetLife this weekend. And I know Detroit Lions fans got to be feeling pretty good about themselves. Ralph is in Lakewood, New Jersey. Are you actually a Detroit Lions fan, Ralph? I'm a Detroit Lions fan. All my brothers are a Detroit Lions fan, and my father's, father's a Detroit Lions fan. I just have to give a message to all the Jeff fans out there that we're not coming to MetLife this week to win the game. That's not why we're coming. We are coming to annihilate the Jets, okay? You're, you're on notice, Jet fans. We are going to annihilate you, okay? Ira in Staten Island, cuddle up under your covers knowing the fact that you're going to be annihilated this week. Fireman Ed, you might as well just sit there roasting marshmallows this Sunday and avoid MetLife because the Lions are playing phenomenal football right now and 1,000% they are going to make the Jets look silly, okay? And, and if we take a look in the mirror, Jet fans, about Mike White. Oh, Mike White, Mike White, Mike White. The whole Mike White experience has gotten them a Bengals win and a win against a broken Bears defense. That's it. That is the whole Mike White. That's all everyone's bowing down, Mike White, Mike White. What, what, what has Mike White done to anyone? He's wow, tough. he beat the Bengals. He, he, won, he won the Bengals last year. Ooh, ooh. Ralph, Ralph he can take a hit. <laughs> oh, oh, great, okay, good. He can take a hit, great, okay. And the you Lions know, are going to hit him on Sunday. Wow. And the Lions are going to hit him on Sunday. Thanks for the call, Ralph. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. They're, the outside perspective, the Lions aren't afraid of the Jets, and their fans aren't afraid of the Jets. So just a little dose of reality. Yeah, we talk about the Jets' defense, the Jets' defense, the top defense. Okay, we talk about Mike White, Mike White, baby, Mike and White. The rest of the NFL and the league and their fans are looking at Mike White like he's mid, bro. Great point. He's won two games. Last year against the Bengals, completely shocked them, but the Bengals went on and went to the Super Bowl, so what does that matter? And then this year against Trevor Simeon. If Justin Fields plays in that game, that's a different game. I can't be too you know, sure off of Mike White uh, being close against the Vikings or being tough against the Bills. Keith McPherson on the fan. It's time to go to the break and the update as we approach 10 o'clock. Do not go anywhere. If you're on hold, stay on hold. We'll get to your calls faster right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.